Hey, is this thing on? Yeah, there it is. Hey, how goes it? Ken Bozak here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories. A quick shout out to my sponsors, Monarch Token and Divi Project. Without them, this shit wouldn't be possible because I got better shit to do, like watch porn and jerk off like you. All right, guys, I'm here with my bro bros from Anarchadelphia. We're going to be doing an event in Philadelphia. I'm going to let Pat take the lead on the introductions here and introduce himself, his bro bro, and uh, their project that they're working on, Anarchadelphia. Pat, take the wheel. What's up, guys? I'm Pat Leach. I'm from upstate New York. I met Carmen and Sonny, who's uh, not here at the moment. He might jump back in. We are the three founders of uh, Anarchapoco. We met at, I mean, uh, Anarchadelphia. We met at Anarchapoco in 2018. And um, uh, I, when we went back up to the Northeast, uh, we, we stayed in contact. So I moved down to Philadelphia and I helped them uh, develop the channel. And we, we started traveling around to these conferences and networking. And then we decided to have our conference of our, of our own. And uh, we've been working on it since uh, pretty hard since March. And uh, yeah, we got one hell of a party plan. Yeah, dude, I'm excited, man. Philly's a Philly's an interesting uh, spot to host an an anarchy event, considering you know it's like where the fucking Liberty Bell is just like right there in the center stage, man. It's it's really interesting, and I don't know. I'm excited to see how it goes. I was at end the Fed rally with uh, Jeff Berwick and uh, a couple other awesome you know anarchists, and I, I didn't get to quite make it to the Anarcha Poco. But I did make it to Anarcha Portugal, and that was an amazing time. I got to spend some good one-on-one uh, -on -one time with Jeff at the bar, and we just we just shot this shit for hours, bro, about shit. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him again in Philly and everybody. Um, Karen, like, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, bro? Yo, what's up? I'm Carmen. Uh, I'm one of the three founders in Arcadelphia. Uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy how this all happened. I remember just sitting and watching videos of Jeff Burke talking about Bitcoin and anarchy and stuff like that and how much it appealed to me. And I literally hijacked Sonny and told him, look, I'll buy your ticket. Let's go get on a plane. We're doing this shit. And then lo and behold, I meet Pat. We catch it on film. It's like this destiny moment. And here we are, like almost a year later, just doing the shit and doing it here in the States where it needs to happen because so many people are uh, so uneducated about these topics, whether it be anarchy or cryptocurrency. I mean, I like every gas station I go to, I'm like, you know, you know about Bitcoin? Fuck this little card thing. It's stupid. Right, right, right. No, exactly. And there's a lot of misinformation around both of those uh, topics as far as anarchy and cryptocurrency goes. The mainstream's misinformation kind of leads the opinion and the perspective of the masses in one direction, right? Where there's like a bottleneck view of anarchy, which isn't what anarchy is or what an anarchist is. When you say, oh, I'm an anarchist, people automatically assume you're a bad person. You're a criminal and you commit crime for religious fun. It's not exactly what it is, but that's the mainstream's perspective of it because that's how it's, you know, kind of portrayed in, in media and social media and things to that effect. And cryptocurrency, I mean, you might as well just say you sell babies and, and kill drugs or something to that effect. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be cool, guys. And uh, this is a shout out to Erin Erin Nakamoto. Uh, you know, she's her uh, future Erin Kingsley. Holy shit! Congratulations, Erin. Um, she forked this event, which was a fork uh, I went to at the Anarcha Portugal, and that's what you guys are basically doing. You guys are forking the event that Jeff Berwick has started to put together with the Anarcha Portugal or Anarcha Poco. For sure, yes. yeah. There was uh, Anarcha Forco in, in Mexico, and then Anarcha po Portugal, and then Anarcha Zona, Anarcha Vegas, and Anarcha Delphia popped up this year. And it's so great that this is happening in Philadelphia, man, the cradle of liberty. Like, I know nothing about Philadelphia. I drove through there like two <laughs> times in my life. 
And then all of a sudden, like, Passio, our keynote speaker, lives three blocks away from Carmen. And then we, like, get involved with his uh, new and up-and-coming up uh, documentary, which we're going to be premiering uh, the second day of Anarchadelphia. Nice. And there's this huge liberty movement and hardcore live activism movement going on there. And it's just, like, the perfect place for this all happen. And Sonny and Carmen are right there. And they're hooked up. like They're, like, hardcore natives. You know what I mean? They've been, they're, they're like, born bred there. Born and raised. And it's funny you mentioned Mark Passio, dude. Uh, me and Pat are actually in a few hours going to go on his show and actually premiere a little tippet of the uh, documentary. I put together a little like, you know, two or three minute clip of some of the highlights of the documentary. So if anybody's curious about that, they can watch What on Earth is Happening in about like three hours. Yeah, that's so yeah, true. yeah, man. And a lot of that footage we shot right, right at uh, Temple, right at Rittenhouse Square, a lot in Philadelphia at Passio's house. So that thing's straight out of Philadelphia also. Awesome. Yeah, I'm born and raised Philly. I uh, I wear the uh, love right on my wrist with my crypto and everything else. You know, it's it's uh, it's an interesting city, man. I traveled a lot, you know, thanks to crypto. I've been over a hundred and something airplanes. Like I've been so many different places in the past like 24 months. And uh, you know, it might be biased, but Philly is my favorite place. Like I, I've been so many places. I'm like, there's nowhere I'd rather live than Philly, but I would love to visit Hong Kong again. I would love to visit the Bahamas again or visit, you know, Spain again, but I want to live in Philly. It's, it's so unique in that sense where you can walk down the street and just like nod your head at somebody and potentially make a new best friend. It's insane. Like it's such a weird social city that, you know, the vibe, like when you go to like cities like New York city, you, you know, even if you go to nod your head at somebody, they kind of look away like you're about to ask for a dollar. Like, oh, don't fucking look at me. You know, don't make eye contact. Uh, I don't have an extra cigarette. But, you know, Philly is kind of like a totally different, like the brotherly love totally nails Philly right on the head, in my opinion. You're totally right, dude. It's just so funny that you mentioned that because I'm in the same boat. Like, I used to be in a band. I've traveled to every state. I've been in a bunch of different countries, especially even with the state of anarchy going to, like, Europe and stuff. And, yeah, dude, like, it's all really cool to visit, but, like, Dude, I I love here for some reason that like I almost can't even explain. It's like that energy that you said, like that weird sort of connectedness that the people here have, where like we all <laughs> we all hate that the government doesn't fix the roads and the people tax <laughs> us too much and they try to steal our cars and auction them off. <laughs> Which, by the way, I have like, dude, after seeing Derek Bros run for mayor of Houston, I'm like inspired to run for mayor of Philly on the platform. Yes, just do it. I'm, do I think it. I'm gonna do it, bro. I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh man, I hope you do, bro. You totally got my support. <laughs> just straight disbanded PPA. That's the only promise I'll make. I think that's pretty much enough to get all filled up your support. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, just to I, raise was uh, I was, I was interested in politics when I was younger, and I kind of fell out of it a little bit more than I should have fell out of it. But I remember uh, Mayor Street. And yes. that motherfucker bringing me into politics more than anybody because I fucking hated him. And, you know, I was a skateboarder. <laughs> I was a skateboarder when he was in office. So, like, I remember getting $100 tickets every three days under a new alias. I gave the cops like, fake names every fucking time. And they would just steal my skateboards and give it to their niece or nephew or their kids and shit. Like, it's, it was just so – I remember, like – that moment kind of brought a lot of these like anarchists, you know, skater punks together and we protested this mayor and the whole like the right to skate act came up and then, you know, uh, uh, skate day and everything like what Bam or Jared put together. And it was just like this 
this anarchist type movement, but it was like in a way for freedom, right? It was like trying to get our liberties back. And it was kind of my first interaction with politics. And I think I was around 11 at the time. <laughs> Ken, dude. it's so funny you mentioned that, dude. You literally exactly. just blew my mind. Cause one, I remember that exact time too. I was a skater when I was like 10, 11, 12 and shit like that. And learned how to do all that. And then dude, like what spawned out of streets craziness was after that, Ed Rendell, who became, who was mayor of Philly first before he was governor of PA, his son was a skater, right? So, like, basically what had happened was people were getting so sick of getting tickets at Love Park or whatever, and they started in, like, the 80s and 90s underneath the highway in this place called FDR Park building just, like, essentially like an anarchist skate park commune. Like, they just started concreting up bowls and stuff. Self-regulated, self-governed. Exactly, dude. Self-built. Self-designed, yes, exactly. yeah, and it is Self-financed. the fire park that you could find on the East Coast, man. Yo, and, and you know what's funny? The helmet thing for kids was was uh, was regulated by the other skaters. Like, people that were older would be like, yo, kid, here, put this fucking helmet on or get out of here. Like, we can't have blood on the fucking asphalt. Like, it was, it was a safe place to go. And, like, people, you know, you might see some people drinking and smoke, but nobody was doing, like, hard drugs or selling drugs because that exactly. wasn't going down there because the people that built it wouldn't allow it. We didn't need the police to come in and do anything. The community kept it clean. We swept exactly. it. We brought in trash cans and trash bags, and you know it was that. You're damn man. I miss FDR. Well, yeah, that, funny that you say that. Yeah, it's really funny that you say that, Ken, because uh, dude. So like, we had planned on like having a concert there, and we ended up getting in touch with the people who run the thing, and we ended up combining with them to do the final blowout event of Anarchadelphia after two o'clock on Sunday when the event closes out. We're literally hosting a pro skate competition at FDR, dude. Like we're talking yeah. like. Pro skaters coming from Colorado, Florida, all over the place to win the prize money. And then after that, we're having a huge concert in the park. So if you want to live your nostalgia, get ready for Sunday, bro. It's going to be insane. Wow, <laughs> dude, I can almost smell the zebra stripe bubble gum now. Like, holy no. shit, my childhood, my skater days are coming back, bro. It's wow. Sick. Damn. And they, they, you know, they so just, wait, is the prize going to be paid more... out in Bitcoin? No. See, originally, I was like, we'll give some Monero away. You know what I mean? Okay. So I made this like graphic design back in like March. We put it on the Instagram. I tagged a bunch of these pro skaters that skate there and stuff. And they just were like, nope, you can't come in. You know what I mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. We got to. And then they basically, I was like, yo, Carmen's son, you got to go talk to these guys. And like, they just negotiated the most beautiful <laughs> party ever, dude. That is so epic. It went from like us not being allowed to go there to then I met the dude who's basically like the Don of FDR at Bam Margera's compound and skated Bam Margera's new like skate park that he built in a barn on his fucking property. <laughs> that is epic. So insane, dude. Dude, <laughs> Damn, dude. together, And that's just Sunday of Delphia, man. Yeah, that's one day. So uh, uh, let's go over the dates real quick because I have it up here on the screen. Uh, it says we have 11 days right now, guys, to go ahead and get your tickets. Um, you just want to go over maybe a little bit of the speakers list because I have uh, sure. that up on screen right now. Uh, wow, I see a lot of familiar faces on here. Wow. Oh, crap. Yo, that's awesome. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, um uh, I just saw Lynn's definitely going to be there. Yo, speaking of Lynn, if you guys buy, if you buy your Anarcho Delphia ticket with promo code Free Ross, we'll we'll donate ten percent of that ticket sale to the FreeRoss.org initiative. And Lynn, respect, man. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I got to hang out with um, Lynn and uh, crap. Why am I spacing on his sister's name? Callie, I think. I think so. 
I haven't met her, but I think that's who it is. I got to have breakfast with them uh, in Toronto two weeks ago, and uh, we got to talk for a few hours actually at breakfast, and it was. It's just heartbreaking, man, to, you know, talk to them about Ross's situation. But it's also, like, kind of uplifting to see the hope and know that, like, you know, there's, what, 200,000 signatures right now on the petition yeah. for, for claimancy. And that's not far off from, you know, a, a presidential awareness. You know, uh, we're not that far. So if everybody that signed could get a friend to sign, we're in. That's it. We did it. So I think it is within reason to believe that, you know, Ross may be able to see fresh air and, and walk on free ground one more time sooner than later. Absolutely. And we are using Anarchadelphia to really help push forward that, that initiative, uh, we actually rented a dunk tank. And <laughs> Fucking dunk tank. With a Trump mask and a Hillary mask and Obama mask, which is going to be in the parking lot the whole time. So dunk the shit out of these politicians and all that money is going to go to Ross. And uh, Mir One is donating a dope-ass sold-out print. So that's going to be up for auction. Uh, I've got a, a large print photograph of mine that I'm going to auction off. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of other stuff. But this is really to raise awareness, drum up some money, get more signatures push this push this effort forward yeah a lot yeah. of people are coming forward to help uh, lynn raise some money so she can keep up her campaign of traveling and speaking a lot of people i think are under the misunderstanding that you know she's getting paid to be a speaker and that is not the case unfortunately and i found out and you probably know this now from working with her and you know i've talked to event you know organizers that you know try to use the free ross campaign within the conference and it's hard to get other sponsors on board it's hard to get other people involved now that that is on kind of the forefront of the mission statement uh people don't want to really support ross's situation because of how taboo it may be but you know it, it's one of those situations where that literally could be any one of us at any point in time any day of the week you know uh you know there is no no expiration date on any of this eventual crypto law that may pop up and we may all potentially become criminals tomorrow because we bought gum with Bitcoin, not just drugs. So, you know, if it's one of those things where people tend to not care if they, you know, they, no one cares if they come for the neighbor. They start to care if they come for the friends. They start to give a shit if they come for the family, but they really only care when it's too late and they already came for you. Yeah. And like, it's funny, I, I met Lynn at Coinvention last year. That's where we first met. And then we, we saw each other in Arcapulco at a couple other events and um, and in Arco Vegas, I believe she was at. So, yeah, so we were chilling with her and she told me like all the stuff, man, all like the we have an interview of it where she goes through all like the weird like they, they like cherry picked the judge. They made him go to another state. It was like yeah. such a case. And she makes the point that this is now precedent in the courts to be used against anyone else like that's what people don't understand this affects them as well as ross yeah they'll say the case versus uh, ross this that and then basically it's just copy paste to your case exactly and if we as a community who want to advocate for you know free commerce and crypto without borders and stuff like that we have to be aware that you know some of these orwellian governments don't want to see that like even the banks don't bro like i had a credit card a bank of america credit card like a few years ago and i was using it with coinbase to basically you know buy the dips and sell high and just like have the credit card as, as liquid money and then out of nowhere bank of america was like yeah. no more credit card purchases all banks did that and that to me that was actually kind of inspiring to me because i'm like wow they're scared Yep. They're afraid. <laughs> yeah, so that man. was some big stuff. I watched KYC come through Poloniex, Bitrix, uh, and my Binance. You know, I mean, the troll box, bro. The troll box mm. was like, it really was. Every time the I see two, one, I'm wearing that shirt. The 2%, like, yeah. 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 
two-day reoccurring interest on my Bitcoin loans. KYC, nothing, nothing, and now it's gone. Oh. <laughs> Thank God for VPNs. Everybody, use VPN. Yeah, and don't use a fucking VPN that's American or any other kind of country that fucks with America. Use a VPN that's based out of a country where you have to use a translator to engage with its user interface. That way, that way, if they get a subpoena from the government, they're not just going to send them all the cache data that you ran through their server. Because a VPN has a list of everything that you... It's not totally private. It's just semi-private like bitcoin isn't anonymous it's synonymous semi-private so it's up to you to take the extra steps i, I love to talk about that when people say vpns because you see people like oh i use uh, i don't know like fucking tunnel bear or, or uh, nord whatever vpn like they're all like you're, they're all gonna give you up if they get a subpoena you're fucked. yeah yeah exactly so Ken, what do you think we can do as a community to sort of like make make the crypto space government proof like, what do you think is this, is the following steps we need to take? It already is government proof, though. That's the beauty of cryptocurrencies and, you know, blockchain technologies and uh, Bitcoin itself. You know, it doesn't have to abide by regulations. It doesn't conform. You can't make this technology conform to any government's rules or laws. So to really to, to emphasize that and, and to, to get to the point, it's people need to just not care. You know, just say the, the same way you walk into a tattoo parlor and they accept cash and they don't, you know, they don't put it on the books. That just goes right into a pocket that that amount of I don't give a fuck. Just apply that to more shit because there you are your own prison warden at the end of the day. A lot of the times these laws and things that are put in place, you're the per only person that has to make sure you abide that. And if uh, you don't believe in paying taxes, then you really don't have to pay taxes. You you have to you have to go out of your way to fucking pay taxes. No, no one's holding a gun to your head. So if if you want to use Bitcoin and crypto, and your government says no, you can just easily ignore that. And uh, the the more people that choose that, I mean, look at the the prohibition, right? Like I say, right now we're in the time of Bitcoin prohibition. Right now it's the period of Bitcoin prohibition. We're moonshining crypto right now. With the amount of OTC deals that I could just find in a random Facebook group chat and the amount of fucking money I can make off of those OTCs because of the moonshining, it's insane. So the amount of people that just start to go against these regulations as they pop up, you know, if they say you can't accept Bitcoin or whatever, then just keep accepting it the same way you keep accepting cash on the DL. And uh, they can't, they can't, they can't like the, the Area 51, they can't stop us all. <laughs> they can't now we just all have to stop paying taxes facts facts i pay taxes when i buy stuff at the grocery store i, I believe in sales tax and things like that it's, uh, uh, to some extent i fucking don't understand pa's sugar tax that's just but whatever and a lot of people you know say that it's you should pay taxes for X, Y, and Z until they see Chris Christie, you know, lock the beach down for his private beach day. And then yeah. they realize that's where all the tax money went. And that's why there's still potholes everywhere in New Jersey. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I, I think uh, what we're going to see with smart contracts and transaction fees, things like these lightning channels, uh, we're going to see optional taxation. 
we're going to be able to see these smart contracts and we're going to be able to choose where these transaction fees may go or we could optionally round up sats right and send them to a contract that does fix potholes where there's iot devices and other things and measures uh maybe uh, a consensus uh, of actual you know people that live in the area that just say yep that pothole was fixed here's the consensus the tax money gets released to the, the government for for fulfilling their duty uh, i do see a future of taxation being something so different that it's uncomparable to what we have today like you know a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, how we looked at the economy itself of the world as opposed to how we see the economy today and how we know a butterfly in China could affect the price of tea in fucking Canada. It, it, it really is, uh, you know, a different world now. And we're going to see that exponentially grow over the years you know, where maybe I, you know, how, uh, what is it? Um, what country? Venezuela, right? They have their own crypto now, right? Or yeah, they're being like forced to because Petro. yeah, because yeah. Well, imagine imagine a true crypto though for a, a country that's you know um, that's impoverished, poverty stricken ways. You know, maybe I could you know buy a couple uh, shit coins that belong to North Korea, and that helps raise their market cap, which helps raise you know the value of the coins in somebody else's pocket. So maybe you know a universal. Uh, wage or, or what he was wealth you know distribution may be more balanced out to that effect where i could use the petro in america and by doing that i'm helping raise value of the petro in venezuela so that's my contribution to you know donation or charity or x y and z wow that's a sneaky way to be like mad philanthropic and just go about your daily life you know what i mean buy your expenses and a coin that you want to see grow that might help, you know, a country that you want to support, you know, even if it's like, even if it's not Venezuela, even if it's like fucking, I don't know, like some place in Africa or something or some place in like, you know, maybe somewhere in like the Ukraine that, you know, could use an extra bit of like. Yeah, Flint, Michigan like, needs a fucking shit coin. Maybe we could exactly. get Flint, Michigan some fucking clean water with a bounty on it, you know, like I always think about these things where, you know, taxes and the concept of bounties, right? Like if we could put a bounty out on issues that taxes aren't solving, and if that worked, we could replace the system of taxation with bounties where Flint, Michigan needs fucking clean water, bro. Period. It's been yeah. what? Seven years. One out of five kids are like fucking straight up just dying and fucking lead poisoning. It's insane. So people want to help. They send a dollar to the Red Cross and it goes a penny into the cause and 99 cents into a, a corporate pocket. Well, what if we could raise that as a bounty and people that have the know-how, the, the construction workers, the, the XYZ for the you know PGW, they all volunteer to solve this problem and that's how they get their wages, you know? And I, I would love to be able to see this, but it's illegal to fill a pothole if you know how to fill a pothole. <laughs> you can't just go and fill it. You can't just be a good Samaritan and, and fix the street. You can't just be a good Samaritan and go walk into Flint, Michigan and say, I know how to fix this and just take out a wrench and start going, you'll get arrested. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is crazy how you can't even improve your own community because it doesn't belong to you. But you're paying for it in taxes to be able to make sure that it's upkept. How fuck, How backwards is that, dude? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, dude, it, it's, it is backward. But that's the... That's what we live in, right? We live in a world where our currency is backed by debt, right? The more debt we have, the more money we have. It's, 
it, it doesn't make sense on paper, but it's it's been working thus far. Well, more people are waking up. We're waking up now. Like there is definitely some sort of consciousness shift. That eventually, we're just gonna say fuck you, and we're just gonna stop. Because the reason it's all like this right now is because that's they're like they're perpetuating it. It's yep. very clear, you know. And there's a lot less of them than us, so they just have a lot more money right now. Yeah, yeah, they do. And we're, like you said, waking up. We're starting to see how they do use social media and platforms and these algorithms to manipulate, uh, to an extent, brainwash people into mass hysteria. We've seen it with the Black Lives Matters movement where they, the media could adjust their perspective on that and turn everybody against each other overnight instead of what the movement was more about bringing everybody together and how they do it with everything that seems to kind of pop up is these things are to bring us together and they they find a way to use their money and use their platforms to uh what was the um occupy occupy look what they did with occupy bro the the media took occupy and just gave it the nazi fucking logo right on it like it you might as well have been in the nazi party if you were a part of occupy they're not even reporting what's going on in hong kong over here in the on the news in the states no they won't uh, even let it on facebook Fox and twitter CNN they're blocking it they're blocking yeah. it yeah. it's crazy that. get on float get on float that's a that's a new social media platform encrypted private messenger comes with a bitcoin wallet yeah that's with uh, kingsley right yep yeah. it's kingsley's app yeah, man, Kingsley. Shout out to my bro Kingsley Definitely. and Aaron and them, man. Floats, floats what's, you know, and that's what I like is the waking up aspect is kind of inspiring this new entrepreneurial moment where mm-hmm. these, these big companies stand this much of a chance of coming into this movement now because they can't offer us the peace of mind of privacy. Doesn't matter how much money Facebook has, they can't buy my peace of mind of privacy. They can't do it. It doesn't exist. I will never have comfort of using Facebook Messenger to send a dick pic again. Like, <laughs> I'm using Float for all my nudes, bro. That's all I'm saying. All right, so I do want to ask you guys some questions uh, about the event here. And, like, what were some of, like, the hardships, man? What was, like, some of the hardest parts of putting this event together? And uh, how did you overcome it? Because, you know, you like you said earlier, these are just some dudes who was like, I want to do something, and you're fucking doing it and i want to inspire people that are watching this or other people in other areas that want to put an event together like some of you know maybe let's help them get over some of the hurdles so what were some of yours and what advice do you have for people that want to do what you're doing with anarchadelphia in philadelphia just do it just fucking do it put one foot in front of the other learn what you have to learn whether that's software networking talking to people whatever it is just fucking do it there's no you don't have any more excuses just do it yeah, we kind of need it. I mean, I guess obviously the first thing that comes to mind is like, how are we going to pay for all this? Like, how are we going to pay for all this venue? And you know, we uh, we had we had an initial sponsor who was going to take care of that, and he dropped out because he didn't like the content we were producing. He didn't like a certain person that we interviewed because of his stance. And we realized, all right, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we won't name names, but I mean, if you go back far enough on our videos, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> but like, yeah, it, it became all right. Well, how are we going to do this? And it's like, well, let's just pay for whatever we can up front and just 
promote this thing and try to do it like grassroots. Let's try to earn the money and pay for it. And lo and behold, that's what we've done. Everything that we've had to pay so far has not been paid by any sort of sponsorship money. It's been paid from the supporters, the ticket holders, and the workshop attendees and their contributions to this to this thing. And it's not like they're just donating. They're going to come and have a great time and have a great experience and maybe meet people and start projects of their own. So it's actually, it's ironic. It's like, it's aligning with like almost like this natural karma of the universe to where everything that we needed showed up for us if we put the work out there. I mean, Pat grinds his face off every day on the computer to make dope graphics, make sure the website's popping. He's always in contact with the speakers. You know, I'm editing as many videos as I can. I'm reaching out to as many people as I can, getting on shows. Sonny's taking care of a lot of the back end stuff. And if you just put, like Pat said, one foot in front of the other, things seem to materialize. And it's funny because we're pretty much there and we have no speaker, no, no sponsors yet. Like it's, it's insane. Like we've been able to minimal ones, very, very small sponsor. Yeah. Very, very small contribution. So I guess uh, if anybody wants to come and reach out to us and sponsor us, it would be great because we would actually love to add a few more things in before this comes in. (laughs) We, uh, we actually have everything that we really wanted, but it would be awesome if we could just ensure that like, you know, everybody gets rides and nice cars and stuff like that. And everybody gets taken care of. So yeah, I mean, just go out there and do it. Like you have to, you have to be able to work in groups. Like I know me, Pat and Sonny had our, our fair share of flare ups. Like I mean, me and Sonny fist fought a few times. (laughs) (laughs) We only met a year and a half ago. You know what I mean? And you know, we've had our growing pains, but you know, at the end of the day, this is just so much bigger than any of us. You know, exactly. it's, you know, who, who knows who's going to come meet each other at this one, you know, exactly. right in Philly, right where everybody can get to. It's hard to get to Mexico. It's hard to get to, to Vegas. You know, we're in such a metro, metropolitan area with so many, so many people that it's just, it was so worth just putting my all in. And I know Carmen's all in just putting all my energy into this thing, just to have one, one real memorable party where people can foster relationships and go on and do their own one. Anarcha Colorado, Anarcha New Hampshire, whatever, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Somebody do an Anarcha Denver, Colorado, so I have an excuse to go back to Denver because I love Colorado. I lived in Boulder for a little while and up in the mountains. Bro, there's a strip club that lets you smoke weed in the strip club. Like, (laughs) Let's go. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, all they have to do is accept Bitcoin and I'll never leave. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> right. So, all right, guys, uh, I guess we can kind of wrap things up. I wanted to make sure we went over everything. I was uh, kind of overviewing and I just saw Sterling's going to be there. Yeah. I, no offense to anybody, bro, but he might be my favorite anarchist. He might be my favorite person with a mustache. He might be... <laughs> He might be I don't my, know, my favorite. sister's boyfriend's got a pretty good mustache. I love Sterling, dude. Just like his story though, his history, like, you know, just like the shit he's been through and how he's overcome it and everything. Like, I just fucking love that dude. dude he's yeah, such he's a, a genuine guy, bro. And like when he was working with uh Roger and the whole Bitcoin Cash and uh, and Bitcoin.com and all that stuff, like I gave all three of those things the hardest fucking times, but Sterling never felt like it was a personal thing. Like me and him were always cool and we always had meaningful debates. I would say like, you know, passionate stances on what we believe and where we stand on them, but it never got between us. Like, you know, like it was verbal fist fighting, but we like, (laughs) we always hugged it out and it was just, I don't know. I'm excited to see him and a lot of other guests that are going to be here again. Like Lynn, it's really exciting. Um, we got Chuck. Oh shit. Chuck fucking Williams is going to be in the house. Definitely. That's my bro, bro. I love that dude. Uh, shout out to the dash team. And, what? um, let's see. And then, uh, Brian Philadelphia, Brian's coming down. He's bringing a dash ATM. He's going to do on the 
our giveaways and tutorials to get everybody there familiar with cryptocurrency ATMs, which is going to be badass. You're also oh, on a shit. crypto panel with Aaron Nakamoto and uh, Alex. Coinbase. Yeah, that's going to be exciting, man. I really love Aaron. She's awesome. And Leah Thompson. Yeah, uh, Leah, I don't think I've ever really gotten to like speak with She's Leah. Big on, on Steam. Here's a free Steam account. Yeah, there you go, guys. Get that Steam Monsters card. Get the account. I have one somewhere, too. Oh, I do. Right here. I like. I always have Steam Monster cards within reach. Same. I got one, too. Boom. Mad Steam Monster cards. Gutcher's blocked out. All right, guys, we got to wrap yeah. things up. It was great but, talking uh, to you. Yeah, again. this was awesome, man. Thank you both. Everybody, check out anarchadelphia.com uh, if you can spell it. It's it's like I am the most dyslexic person. And I put the wrong link. I know I put I spelled the link wrong. You did? Fucking yeah. But Aaron fixed it, so it's okay. Nice. All right, all right, guys. I'll see everybody in Philly. All right. All right, Ken, thanks for having us, buddy. You're the man. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'm going to flex. I'm going to flex. Ready? Soft, soft flex. Where is it? You, what you got, like, I got gold. Taxed. Oh, I don't want you to steal oh, that one. Oh, shit. I got gold, and this is, the, this is the most rare card in the game, and I got a physical Shin Lao, bro. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. I don't play the game, but um, I support it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, I I dig it. Uh, where's my? Consuming, dude. I have one card here right from now. Kickstarter. Here it is, Kickstarter, dude. The very first Sick. cards they started wow. to give out. Sick, bro. So shout out to Steam Monsters. You know, uh, they're from Philly. They're a Philly project. Yeah, the one guy, their developer is a Philly guy. He has Steam meetups and stuff. I've actually I've actually chilled with you at a few of them, Ken. Yeah, 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 dude. It's uh, you know what? We should 